Hi, my name is James Ramos. I am a licensed general contractor at Ramos Design Build. While my core business and expertise is construction and development, I own several businesses in two other arenas, real estate, including sales, finance, and insurance, and construction product companies like cabinetry, flooring, and interior design firm that creates jaw-dropping impressions when someone walks through the door. These three areas allow me to be a better builder and solely focused on luxury homes valued at over $1 million. We service every facet along the residential home journey. Buy, sell, design, build, finance, furnish, and maintain. I have won 10 National Aurora Awards for standout kitchen and bath design and build projects. And the Ramos family name is synonymous with thousands of successful residential and commercial construction projects in the Southeast United States since 1956. Let Ramos Design Build help you with the home of your dreams today. Call 813-259-1111 or go to RamosDesignBuild.com. Let me help you make your dream a reality. All right, we're back. This is James Ramos with the Move With Me radio program. I have a special guest. Her name is Mary Beth Courier. How you doing, Mary Beth? I'm doing great. Thank Happy you for here. joining me on this show. Uh, Mary Beth, let me tell, let me brag a little bit about you and um, read some of the notes that I have here. But Mary Beth is a licensed interior designer. She's born and raised in Tampa. She's a big Tampa family. Um, the Courier Design Mission is um, Courier Design Studio is a full service boutique interior design firm based in Tampa. Um, you believe in that all spaces in which we live, work and play shape us. From large scale public environments to the sofa in one's home, good design makes a difference. It inspires, comforts, and changes people. We value humility and collaboration, believing that collective efforts, incites creativity and innovation. Our mission is to create timeless interiors that reflect our clients' individual style and enrich their everyday life. I love it. Yes. And this is on your website, so I didn't do <laughs> Mouthful, much research. But yeah. Your website is courierdesign.co. So it's C-O-U-R-I-E-R design.co. Um, and, and I know you have quite a bit of experience because you have incredible pictures oh, on your you. site and your Instagram is, you. is incredible. Um, your handle is MB, M as in Mary, B as in Beth, underscore courier. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, your background, um, starting yeah. from when you were a baby. No, just kidding. <laughs> well... What got you into design? Um, I was born in 1982. Um, so I, um, you, you know, I went to undergrad at the University of Florida. I and, love it. I and know. started out um, in journalism communications. And I was going to be a producer um, for sports. Production is mainly what I focused on. And when I graduated, I got a job in Atlanta working at an animation production company. And I hated it. And I hated it. So I moved back what to Tampa. What did you hate about it? It just, I knew I wanted to do something creative, but it was more, um, I just wasn't good at like animation and that kind of thing. I was, you know, most of my internships had been sports oriented right. or. Um, so being a producer is sort of like a builder, you know, right? I mean, you're putting together a lot of the parts and pieces and making sure everybody's happy and continuity. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. you're, you got design, you got um, produce, production assistants, directors, you know, and lighting, you're always lighting. Yeah, yeah. You know, people who are on TV. Um, so it's a lot of moving parts. So a lot I knew, of personalities. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> which probably helped you into the business you're in today. Yeah, yeah, dealing absolutely. Dealing with personalities. With clients. Um, so, you know, and I knew I wanted to do something creative. Like that was just kind of always been part of my life. And so I moved back to Tampa and started working with a designer. Um, she had a shop at the time and it was in Channel Side. And I just kind of really enjoyed it. And so I decided that I wanted to continue my education and go back to school and um, get my master's. Um, so I did. 
And it was a long process. It was like three years of interior design school. Every time I tell people that, they're like, what? You spent three years? That's a lot years? of hours. No, I know. Yeah. So um, I learned a lot. And then, you know, I started working for another designer while I was writing a thesis and kind of just went from there. It was during the recession, so it was a little bit of a difficult time to find right. a job. Um, but I got lucky with working with a designer on a large-scale project, home renovation. So I stuck with her for probably like two years working on this project while I was still in school. And then um, after that, I got a job. So Well, you have, you have some incredible experience. I know you've been in business for over 10 years now, and you have a wealth of, of background, especially coming from University of Florida, such a great yeah. school. And um, we didn't mention Florida State, but that's where you got your, your <laughs> master's, master's yes. and, your, and you did yes. your thesis. There. You stayed longer, right? Yes, than, I stayed normal... an extra year to, yeah, do that's the, cool. to do the thesis. Yeah. So did you enjoy Gainesville or Tallahassee better? Um, we're, we're not, we're not keeping score Gainesville. or anything. You were a little Gainesville. bit older. Yes, it was. Florida I mean, State, and I was so. more focused. You, you know, were, yeah. undergrad. But I was you're probably ready to start making money again. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's good. Well, I'm glad you're a Gator. So, are you a Gator or something? No, I'm a Gator. Okay, good. Through and through. All right, that gator. works. So we can keep on going with <laughs> yeah. the program. So, okay, good. So, so I know you have an incredible background um, in, in your design. I know you you did a lot with Oxford. Yes. Us, Oxford Exchange. If, if you haven't been there, listeners, it's a fantastic location. The Casper's own own the um, operation and it's called Oxford Exchange. It's on Kennedy. It's right across from from uh, University of Tampa. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about that, how you got entangled in that and and all that creativity, because it's it's pretty fantastic when you walk through that building. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, So I was working with the designer at the time and the project I was working with her on kind of was coming to a close. And um, through a mutual friend, I met the project manager for the Oxford Exchange. And we hit it off. Um, his name is James Brearley. And we hit it off. And that was really kind of my first, you know, solo job. Um, and it was an amazing project to be a part of. Um, so I was hired when it was just dirt on the ground. And I just took it off, took off running. And, um, you know, after it was finished, I, they invited me to stay on. And I started Oxford um, Design. You know, I always ask, you know, as a general contractor, we have, you know, a, a multitude of designers that we like to go to um, and designers that we de- don't necessarily like to go to where they come from potentially their, you know, our clients, you know, so we work with them and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, you know, it varies, you know, just like any profession, whether you're an attorney or a doctor or whatever, a general contractor, people like to do what they know, you know, mm-hmm. so they know what they know and they don't know what they don't know. Um, and I always ask, like, you know, you have like a, a certain style, right? So, so how do you flex your style going left and right if it's, if it's some design that you're, you know, your mm-hmm. client likes and you're not necessarily too keen on it? Will you, will you take the high road or do you just give your opinion I, or do you force your? your, your... I never force, <laughs> but I always try and try to strongly suggest. But again, we're in a service industry and it's to make the client happy. Right. So. Ultimately, when it comes down to it, if they want, you know, purple walls, then you try to pick the best color purple that will work. So, you know, it's just kind of a tug and pull. I, I, you know, I really try to kind of just gear them. But some and art too. Art is a really touchy right. subject too. Yeah. You know, you try because people. It's, it's so very personal. personal. So personal, and so you kind of just let things go. You know, if they love it, you know, you just kind of like okay. So it going back to happy. yeah, so going back to Oxford, is that yeah. your style? I mean, is that sort of, or were you flexing to to do something that's similar to what the client's desires wanted? You know, I learned so much um, for being a part of that project, and really, 
I think it is a it's a part of my style just right. because I learned so much and I think that really the use of natural materials um kind of combining different layers and surprising elements is a part of my style um I don't think it 100% identifies like who I am as a person and my style right. moving forward but it definitely um kind of was the basis for what I go back to or what I grow on, you know, using, you know, marble, natural woods, you know, right. seagrass I mean, materials, natural light, um, raw brass, all those natural materials. You know, so many people are doing like porcelain wood. And I, I think there is a place for that, but, you know, longevity. I feel like the Oxford Exchange is a place that will be classic and last, you know, for many generations. And that's kind of what I try to do is regardless if it looks like the Oxford Exchange or somebody else's style, pick materials and things that will last a long time. Yeah, and it, it's so timeless. So when you walk into the Oxford Exchange, the first piece, if you walk in, I guess it's the front door, but mm -hmm. um, you walk into the front door, which is opposite Kennedy. Um, I forgot the name of the road. What is the name of the road? The opposite um, road. Gosh, Grand Central. Grand Central. Yes. So it's a it's a enormous marble floor, and it's where, the, where their bookstore is, and they have a new... Um, cool eyeglass place. Yeah, and I Warby forgot. Parker. Warby yeah. Parker. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. And then you walk into the Herringbone Wood. So this, the way that you've, you've combined and the Caspers put together, you know, the stone and the wood and then the brass, um, there's metal, there's um, a lot of glass, you know, with the, with the skylight, it's fantastic, mm -hmm. you know? And, and I think that the, you know, most people when they're putting, um, whether it's a home um, and, you know, typically one's home is the largest investment one can make for their family Absolutely. or it's a, you know, commercial operation like a restaurant or a bar. Um, in this case, it's it has a number of different things. So it's more of a cooperative. But but I think that, you know, people take for granted how how difficult it is to truly pull together, you know, all the textures you know, all the parts and pieces to make something come alive. And you really did a good job. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. So you, you know, the, the, the good and the bad is the bad is, is nobody wants to leave. <laughs> so they probably have to kick people out yeah, at the end, do. you know, they can only have so many coffees, you know, and, and yeah. get free Wi-Fi and stuff. So, so that, you know, <clears throat> I guess that's a good problem to have. So, yes, definitely. but as far as your favorite project, you know, is there any particular home, you know, residence that you did for, you know, someone's family that you could talk to? Um, which what really got you exciting? Did anybody ever give you a free reign? Say, Mary <laughs> yeah, Beth, here's you know, here's my budget. Just uh, yes, um, just go crazy. I have had a client um, when I was still at Oxford um, on Davis Island, and they were both very very busy, and would really kind of very open to us, just kind of giving them ideas, um, and we selected art for them. And I I think their their living room, like all of their rooms, are just very. Um, kind of layered and rich materials, velvet, mohair, you know, we did some seagrass, um, you know, some shagreen and hand painted wall coverings, like just anything I've ever wanted to do, they allowed it. And it's really, it's, it came together really beautifully. And I, I'm, I love all their art that we helped them to select and they said yes to. Um, so yeah, I have had, you know, a, a few clients that let me do free range, but this one just happened to just come together and be magical that's awesome we're going to come back after a few <laughs> messages and talk more about that that sounds great so we're here with mary beth courier this is james ramos with move with me radio
we're back. This is James Ramos with the Move With Me radio program. We're here with Mary Beth Courier. Mary Beth is with Courier Design. You can find her at CourierDesign.co. That's C-O-U-R-I-E-R design.co. Um, if you want to follow her and find some fantastic photos and inspiration um, for your for your property or your home or your commercial property or restaurant or whatever you have, uh, you can follow her on Instagram at MB, which stands for Mary Beth, MB underscore Courier. Um, find her, like her, um, follow her. She's fantastic. And um, uh, we were just uh, talking in the first portion of the show about um, Oxford Exchange and how lovely and um, fantastic that project is and what a wonderful gift to Tampa um, that you had helped the Caspers with. And um, I can't speak highly of if you've never been there, you need to go and check out Mary Beth's work and um, what the Caspers have given uh, to, to our yeah, great city. Really amazing. Um, and also, uh, we talked about one of your favorite projects and, and, and it happened to be, I didn't bait you or anything, but, mm-hmm. but, um, somebody giving you uh, full autonomy. And that's, that's mm-hmm. the most fantastic. Cause I'm in the same trade as you, I'm a general contractor and, and I have built for people mm-hmm. that were kind of living outside in one particular living, um, outside the country. And then people we've done some work in park city, for people that didn't necessarily, you know, walk through the home every day. You know, I have yes. the clients that walk through the home every day. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Before you know it, my my superintendent and all the subs are reporting to them, yeah. you know, on a week, on a daily basis. I'm like, what's going on? And they're doing change orders automatically. I'm like, oh, my God. So we had to have, to have a, a, you know, talks about those things. So so you were t- speaking of, of a particular home on Davis Island, um, and, and you were able to really uh, take your passion and just put up these these concepts and mm-hmm. and they they mostly they like them i mean for the most part <laughs> yeah i mean, I mean we, well, how, like, go our pro- for it yeah our process is we give them um like three different options and typically you know they like something they don't like typically it ends up all running together so this option kind of comes over here and so it it comes to a nice blend and kind of that's how that's how we do it. we give them furniture options and then fabric and wall covering um but yeah they they loved they loved everything really and kind of just let us run wild with um, their home, and it really turned out beautiful. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's sort of like an artist. I mean, when you commission an artist to to do a painting, you don't sit over their shoulder and tell them, "Hey, you put some true. more blue here." And <laughs> some people, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, give right? a, you, you know, you give a direction. Um, so, so that pre that, that pre meeting, you know, that that because you know, listeners are out there and they. They may or may not have a big budget to mm-hmm. do their home renovation, Absolutely. but you know we talked prior to you with Zoe Green, and we talked about the inventory super low. So typically, mm-hmm. um, what ends up happening with low inventory, people end up um, doing a lot of renovations. Mm-hmm. So we saw a lot of renovations during the recession because people were you know didn't want to sell their home now because it was worthless, mm-hmm. um, and then now we're seeing a lot of renovations because people are like, oh my god, property is so expensive now, and I have nothing to pick from. Let's make the best of what we have. So they're calling designers and builders and architects and. And um, everybody in between going to Lowe's and Home Depot trying to get consultation. Um, Howl's is a huge site that people are going to to get inspiration photos. And obviously Pinterest is a great tool. So in that pre-meeting, I mean, what do you... What are you trying to get from them? So they, so let's just say, you know, let's do a role play. So, so somebody calls you, they find you on the internet or through a connection. You know, what is your first, you know, what's your first step with them? So I listen to what they have to say about what they're trying to do, their scope, um, kind of a little history about, you know, if if they've owned the home for a while, if they've lived there for a long time, um, and then kind of what they, what they plan on doing, if it's kitchen renovation, um, bathroom, the whole house. Um, and then I ask them their timeline for this um, and typically, you know, what, what their budget is, just so I have an idea, you know, 
scope wise what they're um, what they're going for and then after that we um, talk a little bit about their style but that's that's kind of secondary really to the overall scope right um, yeah yeah their situation their kids mm-hmm. how they live yeah exactly how, how they, they live, live every day yeah. you know are they so busy that they never eat at home do they entertain all the time do they have dogs do they have kids do they have kids friends that come over just how they live day to day and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, today, like what tools are you using? I know back in the olden days, we would say, you know, clip out, you know, pull your clippings of house magazines yeah. and design magazines and then circle what you like. So now there's so many tools out oh there my gosh, there's that help so many. You know, it really helps get that, you know, those That's those funny. ideas out there. And it's I mean, it's it's good for clients, too, because they can see. I mean, there's so many images. So we really I you know rely on Pinterest a lot. Um, to communicate with clients, you know, they're like, oh, I saw this image. I'm like, okay, you know, um, how's that? I don't use that as much, but I know um, I work with clients who do. And then we use AutoCAD, um, you know, Photoshop, PowerPoint. And then we have this program that we've just started using for interior designers. Um, It's called Ivy Mark and it works. um, It links with QuickBooks and it just helps us with our proposals and accounting and stuff like that. So So does it do the design boards as well, or is it? It does. Or is it more um, back end? It does tear sheets. So it actually, if you um, furniture in the proposal program, it'll do a tear sheet for you with any information that you put put in there. And then we use PowerPoint for like boards and that kind of stuff. So let's go to the most challenging customer. So you don't have to give a name, obviously, okay. but but okay. what would you say the hardest part? You know, and 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 I'll and, and I'll bait you. I'll get you started. So the hardest part <laughs> for me are the folks that don't. They they say they don't have a budget. Okay, the, those are the hardest. <laughs> so you're like, come on, okay. So it's gonna be a million dollars. You're like, no, that's too expensive. They're like, okay, you said you didn't have a budget. Yeah. You know, but but I guess the hardest is is like you know you can. You know, it's I, I gave an analogy just the other day, and it's about you know a car. So you can have a Ford. You know, uh, you know, truck, SUV, and you, you know, now Bentley sells SUVs. They both get you from <laughs> but, yeah, point, point A to point B. B yeah. One costs fifty, and one costs one hundred and eighty. <laughs> you know, so what's the difference of them? Yeah. They're, you know, the fit and the finish and all those good things. Yeah. So, so I'll leave it to you. Like, what are your, you know, what, what do you consider the most challenging? Because what I want to get to is, is, is helping the listeners out there kind of walk them through and make sure that they're not making a mistake. Because a lot mm-hmm. of times you can go in and keep on asking people. You know, I don't like that designer because she told me I didn't what I didn't want to hear. Mm-hmm. So you go on, keep on, you know, if you ask 10 people, you're going to finally find the person that tells you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And you may not be doing business with a person that you really want. So I would say budget for sure. Right. Um, people trying to, you know, That's they don't really one. tell you what it is. Um, but I, I try to stay kind of if I, I kind of gauge somewhat and I kind of just try to stay middle of the line. And if they, you know, we're looking for something a little higher, a little bit lower, you know, I kind of try to fish it out of them in our initial conversation. I mean, sometimes they don't know. Yeah, they yeah, don't because yeah, yeah. they have no idea yeah. what things cost. And right. I tell them that sofas, you know, typically, even if you go to like restoration hardware and try to buy a sectional, it's a $10,000 sectional, you know, I mean, so, and that's retail. So, you know, just trying to gauge um, their expectations in that regard because furniture is expensive. Um, but I would say to people who, you know, can't make up their mind. Mm-hmm. That is a, an issue too. You know, they you know they want to move things along quickly, and then we give them options, and then it just drags drags mm-hmm. out, which is you know difficult because they're you know they're making a major decision about their house, but you have to have a certain amount of trust too. And I you know I think it it takes two. You know I have to gain their trust, and they kind of have to you know um, be trustworthy to hire a designer. Um, so it it just kind of you know you you have to really get in there and sometimes pull it out of them yeah. 
and have them commit. I mean, so you're really, I mean, one of the things that you're doing, which has nothing to do with design, it's, it's, it's selling 101 is in sociology rather, but it's, but it's finding the, the decision maker, the decision influencer. And sometimes when really gets crazy is that they swap, you know? So you're like, I <laughs> yeah. thought you were the decision maker. I'm sure you and then you're finally yeah. at the ninth hour and you've spent 50 hours, you know, 30 uh-huh. more than what you expected. And the decision now is, is revolving around the other person who mm-hmm. you didn't, you know, spend that much time with. So, you know, that's, that's a tough one. Yeah. And we always try to figure that out very yeah. early. Like, okay, are you going to be making the decision? Is someone else going to be making the decision? Are you guys going to make the decision together? Um, because, you know, when people get upset too, if it's not, you know, you know, up on their timeline and often you have to go back and say, well, this decision wasn't made or it was changed, you know? Yeah. I mean, one of the things that we've adopted when we actually a long time ago when we first started, but was this design build concept. And it wasn't that, you know, we wanted to do the design, if you will, or manage the design or be the designers or be the architect. But what I found is, is, you know, studying and construction is that, you know, it's really important to try to price as well as, Mm -hmm. you know, in the creative phase. And it's hard, you know, because you don't want to slam the guy who says, Hey, my budget is 500 grand. And then they're, you know, the wife or him, or him, you know, is is talking about things that cost 700, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's that fine line between, you know, that you're towing Mm -hmm. where you're like, Hey, you want to have this creative session out. So we try to, you know, kind of, uh, you know, title the, the meetings and say, look, we're going to, we're going to go crazy. We're going to, you know, get your wish list out there. We're not going to speak anything negative as far as the budget, unless you ask, you know, but let's get that big list out there Mm -hmm. so we can, you know, start hammering it and peeling that onion back. But it's hard, you know, because it's, you know, it's definitely talking about things that, that, um, you know, that they may want, but they may not have the, you know, what do they say? Champagne, (laughs) champagne taste and a beer budget. (laughs) So absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's just, again, and and it's, as part of the, the profession too, you really have to be part psychologist yeah. And part designer, part business. You know, it's just, you know, all these different hats you have to wear. And that's just that's just part of it. Really. Well, well, Mary Beth, thank you so yeah. much for coming on. We're going to have you, you back. That was me. way too short. <laughs> I'm here with Mary Beth Courier. This is the Move With Me radio show. My name is James Ramos. You can follow Mary Beth at, on Instagram at MB underscore Courier. You can follow me on Twitter at JRTPA or my website at JamesRamos.com. Thank you again for a great show. Thank we'll you. be back next week. Thanks for joining us today. If you missed all of the program or want to hear it again, listen to the podcast on jamesramos.com or on YouTube at Ramos Media Network. See you next week with Ramos Design Build, Tampa Bay's premier real estate design, build, and construction company. Homes are built to bring people together. It's the place that families gather to create memories that last a lifetime. With that in mind, you want a builder who requires a design to reflect your expectations. Ramos Design Build is that company. They understand this concept, offer a concierge level of service, ensuring that you are involved in every step of the design build process. Ramos Design Build integrates the latest in construction technology, building you a home that will last for generations. Ramos has a portfolio of satisfied clients from its decades of service in the Tampa Bay community. If you are looking for a luxury remodel, a home renovation, or a custom home built from the ground up, contact Ramos Design Build at RamosDesignBuild.com. That's RamosDesignBuild.com. Hi, my name is James Ramos. I am a licensed general contractor at Ramos Design Build. When someone asks why I do what I do, I am proud to say that I help bring families back to the table. And when you partner with Ramos, we make your family's home dreams a reality. 
Ramos Design Build, Construction, Development, and Renovation. A legacy since 1956.